Hello, everyone, and welcome to another edition of the Powerful Podcast, where every single week on this podcast, we go over both sides of every business issues. We take an issue, we go with one side, the other side, we give you our truth, and then you make the decision. Too much of the media is one-sided, and we live in a world that if we like something, we agree with everything they say. If we hate someone, we dis- we agree with everything they say, and that is how racism, stupid business decision, and that's how you really don't grow. So on this show, we go over both sides to show you that you know there's two sides to every coin as well. I also have another podcast every single day, which is all the business news uh, all from all over the world in less than seven minutes. Uh, That's every single day. And of course, I'm live on Instagram and Facebook at 4 p.m. every single day as well, giving you uh, doing some live coaching as well. On this show, my co-host is also my CEO, Francie, a.k.a. The Pack. Very opinionated, very powerful. And if it was up to her, we should all die because only the strongest will survive. If you have been listening to the past podcast, Francie, welcome. Hello. This is um, quite the feat to be uh, doing this now live streaming on YouTube. So this is going to be interesting to actually have people watching us debate live. It's going to be going to be good. All right. Do you want to start it off? Since I always seem to start it off. Yes, I actually will start it off. So. Um, recently we know that we are now down to one democratic nominee or one main democratic nominee for the election just came out that the democratic party actually did a poll and now the democratic party would prefer to put Cuomo in as the nominee. Now, do you think that this is something he now Cuomo said about a month ago that he did not want to run for president? However, in the past month, now he's been on television pretty much every single day. They're streaming, you know, every major news is picking up what he's saying about New York City across the United States. So he's getting a lot of exposure. Do you think he should take advantage of that opportunity now that he has the exposure? The Democratic Party, you know, wants him and thinks he has a better chance of going up against Trump? Or should he just stick with the, no, I didn't want to run for president and leave it alone? Okay, so uh, Cuomo is the governor of New York uh, City, uh, New York State. In case those of you are wondering, uh, the answer is uh, no, and no for a couple reasons. Number one, what you are dealing with right now is kind of the same thing Rudy Giuliani was dealing with when 9/11 happened. He was on the way out and came into 9/11, and people elevated him. Well, we now know how Rudy Giuliani is, some of the crazy comments, that type of person. I know Rudy Giuliani. I've met him. We've had our event. So uh, I think, and also New York City is not going to be up and running by the end of August. I mean, they're saying this could last for a while. So it would be very behoove him to say, okay, now I'm going to run for the last two or three months. There's not time. There's not enough time to organize a campaign. And as we've seen, he may be on TV every day, but do people in other places know him that you would vote? So it does not mean that that he is known in a specific state that he is known all over the United States. Not everyone is watching the briefing. Not everyone is watching news. And to orchestrate a last second campaign like that, I mean, look at Mike Bloomberg. He spent over $700 million to get the people aware of him. And people knew who Michael Bloomberg was, more or less the billionaire from Bloomberg. And that really 
only worked out to like two delegate votes. Well, so. let's, Michael Bloomberg also shit the bed in the debates and got himself, he got his ass handed to him on a silver platter because he was not prepared at all. And he did have a big following and a lot of people knew who he was, but then he went into the debates totally unprepared and got served up on a silver platter. So that might also be part of the reason why he did right. not. Well, don't it. forget the state of New York is completely ravaged. The Manhattan market is being killed. And as governor and all the bailouts and the financial difficulties that New York City will be going through, this is not short. I mean, they are now the single handless most amount of death, the epicenter more than China. And they're saying more probably combined than Italy, Spain and China together. It's like a war zone. It is. It's a war zone. So don't expect him to run. There's not enough time to organize. And again, there's a lot of skeletons in his closet. What we've seen is sometimes you go in and has not been properly vetted. And, you know, Democrats are trying to say anyone but everyone. They'd have a better chance throwing Hillary Clinton and uh, than, than Joe Biden at this point. But you're not going to see that as well. So, Okay. Um, now... I had another topic, but I just saw my notes. So what's your first topic? So Sweden. Sweden has taken the the position yeah. of herd community. And we have and some Swedish they, people listening right now, too. So they've taken the position of herd uh, community that they did not put strict lockdown, that they're like self-imposed lockdown. If you're not feeling well, don't go into work. If you're over 70, stay home. Uh, schools are not closed as well. What has happened now is the number of deaths are piling up. Uh, the number of people infected are piling up. This is a decision uh, that the UK started to do. Um, and as a result of them starting to do it, uh, they had to stop because it was getting out of control. Now the UK is probably gonna have more deaths than, than, uh, than anywhere in Europe. Uh, and it will last longer. And they're saying it's because they attempted to do what's called this kind of herd immunity type thing. Now, 80% of the people in Sweden, according to uh, sources and, and the media, were actually approved. Now, uh, people are now jumping on there as well. So number one, at this point, once you started it, can you change your opinion? Is Sweden doing the right thing? Um, you know, the number of deaths, I believe, at this point was 759 and growing. They had the more deaths yesterday, and that number continues to grow, which obviously people are going to die. Uh, coronavirus has became the number one death killer in the United States today. So are, is should when issues like this happen all the world, that this is not just about Sweden, it's about the entire world, because obviously what if Swedish people then go and go over Scandinavia all over the world? Uh, or at this point is the country should do whatever they want. So are they making the right move? It's against a lot of medical experts, obviously, because if it was correct, more country were doing it. They're one of the few countries then, and Bulgaria, or sorry, uh, was it Bolivia, who, by the way, uh, said that vodka is the way to cure things or, or some, some, I think it's Bulgaria, not Bolivia, but Bolivia is in the, the Yeah, uh, Bulgaria sounds more like they would say vodka. Yeah, we'll Bulgaria, the vodka. Uh, cures this coronavirus. So what's your take on this? Sweden making the right move here. I think that you look at other countries that tried to go into more of a lockdown state and they're having just as much, if not more, death and people sick as their country is. You know, from the beginning, I 
kind of was against the whole lockdown thing. I think if anyone listens to previous episodes, I was not really for the lockdown thing just because of exactly what's happening where now we have so many businesses going under. They're estimating that um, 2021 is going to be the highest amount of bankruptcies ever declared, almost more than double of 2010, which is when the recession was happening. And that's from everything being shut down for, it's been about a month, month and in, in in two weeks. So by this continuing, it's only going to continue to get worse where if people were, businesses were still open and people could do things, everyone would have to kind of make the decision of what level of risk do you want to put yourself at? If you don't want to put yourself at risk, then you just stay home and do what everyone's doing right now. If you don't care and you want to be at risk and you don't care if you get sick, then go. I mean, we're under lockdown and there's people that are sick that are still going to McDonald's and working and still going to the grocery store and working that are still getting more people sick. So even in the situation that we are, people still aren't handling it responsibly and still are spreading it even more. So I think as a country, if that's what they decide, that's that's why every country, you choose to live in a country based on what happens there and how they govern. And so I think that's your choice. Yeah, did the people did the people decide? The government official decided. The people didn't take a referendum. Yeah, of course. But well. what I'm saying is, you as the individual can make the decision personally how you want to handle it. In Sweden, if you don't want to go out and be in contact with people, you don't need to do that. But your choice has been taken away. And other, I mean, even in the U.S., let's be honest, they're asking everyone to do it. Is anyone being thrown in jail? I mean, I have friends that live in the islands where if you're out after curfew, it's an immediate $15,000 fine and you go to jail. I'm not seeing anyone going to jail in the U.S. because they're out after curfew. Cars aren't getting pulled over being asked, where are you going? Are you an essential business? So, you know, we're being asked to do things. The U.K. has taken draconian measures like that. In fact, some people might say in the the police has been one third of people in the U.K. said they've been uh, overly uh, uh, you know, aggressive into this corona, but people are dying. And at the end of the day, as a humanity thing, uh, this was a gamble. And there, you haven't seen too many medical experts talk about herd, uh, herd immunity as being the correct way to do it as well. Now, what happens? Let's take the other side. What happens if they have more deaths than anybody in Europe? I'm not saying it'll happen, right? And what happens if it well, devastates population wise, I, What happens is... Population-wise, they, they can't have more deaths than any other country in Europe because they don't have the highest population. So strictly on a population basis, it's in the numbers, they're not going to have the highest death toll regardless right. of... Okay, so they, they have 10 have. million people. Um, and Stockholm is over a million, which, by the way, but think about the, also the consequences where a lot of the business in Sweden is also tourism-driven. So what happens if this failed experiment goes back and the branding goes around to how bad it is? Like, would you take a vacation in, in Venice right now? I mean... Or even a summer? Well, you would go anywhere. But most people going to Italy or Barcelona, it's probably the furthest thing from their mind, even though they're two beautiful locations. I mean, prior to this coronavirus, Italy and uh, was one of the... Uh, Milan, one of the hottest areas in terms of the market... Of people wanting to move there so it's a very big risk not only for the population but were they thinking about the future potential ramification if it does not work out what's the brand association just like us the debate we have we bring people back to work somebody comes in they get sick and they die 
So now is the media reporting that someone died because we went back to work? So those are consequences, adverse consequences that we have to deal with. Or will people forget? Here's another example, Sri Lanka, right? There was a bombing attack on Easter, if you remember correctly, where three yep. churches got uh, in Colombo where they got bombed. In fact, a couple of, uh, three months earlier, we had we done an there. event uh, in right proximity down the road from there and saw that hotel. Well, I'd love to see the numbers of tourism now, two years later, right? Especially around this time, will people go back? Are people going back to Sri Lanka, Colombo? And the answer is hypothetically speaking, and I don't know what the numbers are. I think it's back because I haven't heard it, right? But if people are going back, then that just goes that this thing is going to be forgotten because people have very, very well. It will short. be forgotten because if you want to talk about attacks, I would. I don't know exact numbers, but I would say out of everywhere that we travel, we've probably heard of the most incidents happening in London, right? Of t some sort of terrorist attack happening in London. Um, I don't think it stopped anyone from going into London. I didn't see a decrease. Uh, the flight prices definitely didn't decrease at all. Nothing really, you know, there's still the streets are busy. Those areas are so crowded. So if people want to go, they will go and people, people forget. Right. People end up forgetting what happened. So over time they will. Um, I think the other thing that nobody's really talking about or taking into account, you're doing all these curfew, you know, the countries and cities and states and places that are doing all these curfews. What are you doing with the homeless people? Yeah, that hasn't been really discussed on the street. I mean, I was walking. And I saw homeless cough. The problem is that anybody coughs and sneezes. Right. Don't forget, we're still in allergy seasons in some place of the world. You look. But it's crazy because was it a Hugh Hilton, my, our coach, uh, who's my coach saying, you know, he walks and he goes out his way to say hello. I go like crossing the street. It's very differently. Maybe it's a different mentality uh, in California than it is in, uh, uh, let's say, Chicago, where I'm at right now. Uh, but, it, you know, it's a gamble. It, 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 and especially when no one is doing this. And one would argue that Denmark, they shut down on March 13th. And Norway did around similar time. They're both starting to reopen and they limited the cases. New Zealand took very draconian approaches of shutting down the flights. Anyone lands in, go to quarantine. And it's their fourth consecutive day of death. Only 24 cases reported yesterday. And by the way, New Zealand is a very small country, but obviously there's still a lot of people and they still have a lot of tourists, a lot of imported stuff as well. So, um, you know, it, it's it's a huge gamble, but I would argue, and I guess the test is not over yet, but I would argue that shutting down and draconian measures have had better impact than letting the herd. But again, next week on next show, we may say, and it could be as quick as a week, they were wrong or they were right. So stay tuned. Um, next topic I did want to bring up, the airline industry here in the U.S. The airline industry is asking for a ton of money in bailouts. You've got Delta that has 35,000 employees right now on voluntary leave where they're basically not working and not getting paid and they're continuing to ask more employees to take voluntary leave. Um, but other people argue that the airline industry, the, you know, people pay a lot for flights. These are really big, really big businesses. Should they prepare for something like this? So should the government be turning around and bailing out the airline industry in the US? Or is it you, you know, sorry for you, we should be 
other argument being, should they be spending that money on the small businesses instead of all that money in one, one industry, which is dominated by a handful of companies? Well, Virgin uh, asked $1.2 billion bailout from the Australian gov- the government, and they say, tough luck. Uh, New Zealand Airlines could take their place as well. The UK have built up, uh, built out their airlines. And here's the thing about this. So the airlines have enjoyed record growth and record profit. And one part of the problem now is that many of them did stock buybacks and buy stock and back and buy back the stock. They're taking money and profits that could have maybe put in cash reserves and to make the stock more valuable, which means better for shareholder, better dividends, better everything. But here's the problem. These were not man-made problems. Um, this is a pandemic. It's not the airline's fault. Now, if you have an airline that did not do very well because of mismanagement or a stupid decision, or they bought fuel in the wrong place, a lot of times people buy fuel on contracts and they're locked into a certain contract over a certain time and then the prices are super low, but they're still super high, squeezing their profit. It's not just one airline, it's every airline as well. Now, let's just take it, assume that... Um, you get rid of all the airlines except a few ones that survive. Well, what do you think is going to happen to the price? It's going to go up. There's still a lot of people that uh, uh, that that are going to lose their job and are not going to find another job as well. So are airlines too big to fail? The answer is yes, unfortunately. And as much as a lot of people hated that the banks were bailed out, if the banks weren't bailed out, we probably wouldn't have enjoyed an 11% growth. And so that is the caveat. In the world that we live in today, small businesses are expendable. Big airlines all over the world, they, they take a big portion of the stock market. They hire a tremendous amount of people. They're important to the necessity of travelers and business to do business all over the world. So unfortunately, I have to say, yeah, if it was their fault, I probably would say no, but this is not their fault. Just like it's not fault of anybody. But here's the thing, in situation, we are in a triage situation. And the triage situation is some people live, some people get it ventilated, some people don't in the cases of high apex. And that's where I am right now. Small business, as much as I hate it, um, are expendable. The big airlines and the big companies are not. Just like Boeing, well, as, and- as much as it sucks, they made a lot of mistakes. They're, they're essential to the defense of our country. Did you see how... Um- the you know the small business loans obviously you know we had looked at all that stuff but we weren't we weren't gonna go we weren't didn't apply weren't going that route to take a small business loan um, banks have already said we're not taking any more we're not doing any more loans on this the loans that were supposed to be of part of the stimulus or relief or whatever you want to call it that banks are now um, Wells Fargo is one of the banks that is not lending to doing any more of those loans to bail out the small businesses? Well, I, first of all, they will. Here's what's going to happen. President Trump, the way he is, based on my style, and I'm speculating, but we'll call them up and like, you need to give loans or we're going to destroy you. Uh, you take a look at the Saudi Arabia and Russia thing. They came to terms. You see uh, the drug thing now wanting to send in India uh President Trump stepped in as well. Uh, the thing, uh, the World Health Organization. So Trump will impose its will and negotiate disparity powers as well. Partly it's because it's a chaos. There's no plan. It's all last minute. And I think what's going to happen is the governments are going to remember the banks. Do you remember when we bailed you out? Would you like more regulation? It behooves companies like Wells Fargo not to help out. We helped the banks back in 2008, that's all over the world. Mm-hmm. Now it's time for the banks to step in. 
And, and that's a responsibility because we're all in this together. The same way we've enacted the Defense Act and many countries around there, you have companies like cars doing masks. You have Tesla not building space rockets, but doing visors. There are companies who have the ability to do something to help because unfortunately we're all in this together. Even though social distancing doesn't feel like we're together, must be together. So that's the uh, unfortunate part. So I don't anticipate for one second that uh, the government, especially Trump, is going to let this happen. And if they said that, you know, by in the next few days, they're going to reverse their course. Because I think it's been about a week now. I know it was about a week ago Wells Fargo stopped lending. It, they, they just started. So it wouldn't have been a week ago. So that could have been something different because the program just started earlier in the week. It started last yeah, Monday. Yeah, no, so, that's, it was only and, a few and, days. But, but what and happens they stopped is they taking applications because they had so many. Right. Well, here's the thing. They're releasing another $250 billion, which got tied up, will be released again. Listen, let the good time rolls, let the money roll. There's plenty of trillions going on for everybody. Everybody's uh, uh, doing it. How is the world going to pay back all that debt? How is that going to affect currency? Here's the name of the game. Here's how you get rich. Print your own money. Because that seems to be the work. I, you know, And it's devastating because no one saw it coming. Obviously, all this because some a-hole ate a bat or some some uh, weaponized thing. Somebody did something. Some a-hole did something. Someone did something. All I know is how quickly it spreads, um, which just is just, you know, one, I'll never shake another hand, which I did before, but now I never will. Uh, all these these Japanese people, when we, go, when we went to Japan, they're all wearing masks. We made fun of them. Now we're them. Uh, you know, I just... You know, and I think this affects us, at least one of our businesses. Um, Maybe the Asians knew something was coming because you always see that you always look at the like if anyone's getting on a plane wearing a mask, I'm talking rewind six months, a year ago. It was always an Asian person getting on a plane wearing a mask. Right. Rarely you would the earlier stages of the coronavirus. Well, what I'm saying is maybe maybe all along. The Asian, you know, all these different Asian countries that would be wearing masks. Maybe they knew. Maybe they knew all along. You're right. You're right. I don't know. All right. What else? What else do you got? I got nothing else. Okay. So one one last thing. Um, no evictions, right? So if people can't pay rent, there is supposed to be. You know, you can't evict anyone. Um, I know personally where I live, there's a few different situations going on. One where you're seeing apartment building saying, hey, if you've been laid off or furloughed, send us the letter from your employer, we'll work with you. However, in a lot of college areas or apartments known to rent to college students, colleges of close, most colleges in different places have announced, you know, they're not starting back until the fall, there's no summer classes, so those students have left and gone home. A lot of apartment places in a lot of different college communities are still demanding rent. Your question is? Hmm? Your should, question is? Should they, you know, you're renting to a college student. College students typically don't have jobs. It's typically the parent paying for it. Should they be able to still ask for the rent or do they need to also, you know, get over well, it? First of all, you know, there a lot of them. Here's the problem. It's like anything. I think these landlords, because here's the thing, these landlords have also obligations. They got to pay their mortgage holder, their bond holders, or whoever they're paying to. So it's not just a one way. 
it affects everybody down the line. Just like when a car manufacturer shut down, it's not just about the car. It's about the parts that supply the part. It's about the people selling the car. So it's a supply chain thing from start to finish. In this situation, uh, I think if there's some personal guarantees, uh, I think if there's some personal guarantees, uh, you can bet for sure that some people will go after once this is going or say offer of settlement. If they've got no money and then they'll forget they don't live in the town, they got to go, they got to serve them and stuff like that. I think the court system will be inundated uh, when this is over because, and there's a lot of people are abusing of the process as well. So as a business owner, it's a case by case basis. If I'm a tenant, I'd do the same thing. So everyone is going to do in this situation, what's in best interest for them for the survival. Did you, it's the survival did you of the fittest. But make no mistake, there may be some consequences, right? You you know, when this starts over again, you may be on the hook. It may affect your credit. They may go after you. You may not be able to rent another place because when they ask for a reference, so don't forget every consequences you have, right? Every action you have invariably has a consequences. So it's risk, um, kind of like a, a risky situation. They got to outweigh the positives and the negative. Also, your young college people, if it affects your credit, uh, and obviously maybe later on that affects your ability to get a new mortgage for your new house, your first home. So a lot of things are in order. A lot of politicians are making a lot of promises. They won't do this. They won't appear here. That's what everyone says. But there's nothing in writing, right? And And by the way, the landlords do not have an obligation to report you to uh, do have an obligation to abide by. We're not going to report you to the credit people. And also, here's another thing. Evictions, a lot of cases, are for um, sometimes government-based loans and things like that. So some places have said all evictions. Some other people says only this type of loan. So everything is a case-by-case basis. But that's why I'm saying a lot of investors, like Airbnb just canceled, just basically said, if you want your money back, you can, without asking the owners who booked them out, and then they said they would afford to, to pay party for the uh, the homeowners, what they're a small portion, but that hasn't come. A lot of promises, a lot of pie in the sky things. Here's the thing: the dust has not settled, the virus has not settled. So we are living in unprecedented times. Yeah, and it's. I feel like we didn't debate anything today. No, because you didn't bring up any topics. I did bring up the most important things. You didn't. That was the best topic of the day. Yeah. You just didn't really I take think, an opposing I think partly side. is, I do a podcast every day. So I talk a lot about these issues. And then we're like, we're, because we talk so many times a day, we do a webinar every day. We do a live every day. Our alignment of thinking is right. kind of really like, So let's like, debate there, this. There is no, there is not becoming a two sides. There's like, we got to pick a road and we got to go down it. Because well, you can't think, afford to not pick a road right now. Right. Well, and I think that that was part of what I said. I think it was either last week or the week before. Initially, I was like, screw it. Just let it happen how it's going to happen. But then a week or two later, I said, listen, we picked a direction. So now it was bothering me that people just couldn't stick with that direction. Right. They're asking us to stay home. They're asking us not to go out and do stuff. So, like, just do it. Right. Even though I was in the in the spirit of just let's be like Sweden. Um, but our country picked a direction, our states picked a direction, and it was very, it still is irritating to me, the people that just can't follow that. Um, but question to you, I have um, one of my rental properties, I have two tenants in um, 
a two bedroom and they each have their own lease for the property. So it's not one lease with two people. They each basically have their own lease. One of them is paying. One of them has been a pain in the ass for the past nine months that she has been there. We always have problems with her. She always pays. It's all through my property management company. She's always late. She's always a pain in the ass. She is now saying she doesn't want to pay. I said, okay, I need to see a eviction or I need to see the um, layoff furlough. I need to see the letter. It has been a week and she still has not furnished the letter. Should Listen, we just go ahead and say- for unemployment. Uh, sorry, people have been laid off. It's still haven't filed for unemployment. There are people that are small business struggling and they want to fill the paperwork there. Like we've said a long time before this, people suck. And now people suck even more. But should it, should we should I pursue trying to get her out of the property? I mean, there's two things you could just say. Listen, I'm gonna file. It's gonna be on your credit, and I'll affect your ability to think, or just walk away now and don't hold me anything. That that would be that that probably be your best bet because it's this lady is done. She's terrible. That, that and and and. She's not paying rent, hasn't furnished the leather, and wanted to know if she could paint the hat, paint the living room a different color. And I was like, "You've lost your damn mind." Yeah, you're gonna hear a lot of stories like that. Which, at the end of the day, some of the greatest opportunities here are gonna um, come forward to in the next few months. I mean, I, I'm already seeing it now. We're two weeks in, so it's gonna continue. Which you know, it's interesting because this is supposed to be a debate show. Um, but I, I don't think a lot of issues are black and white anymore. I think issues are, are, are everything is gray because we don't know what's going to happen. Well, right? I, I think and too- so you can make, you can make, you don't know, you can you say, Oh, sweet and good call or not good call because we're not at the end. So we're speculating in between, um, we, we, we don't know what's going to happen. And that's the thing. We don't know what's right and what's wrong. And sometimes there, there isn't, this shows about debating both sides and then deciding the truth. I don't think there's time to, to debate issues right now. You need to just do, pick with something and stick with it. And I think that's that's what's interesting. We were this opinionated society two and a half weeks ago, three weeks ago, arguing about everything. And now it's, it's more like, here's the way that it is. And the common sense right now is more important than debate. We have to do practical. We have to do shortcut. We have to do, you know, it's a whole different world. And I think now, because a lot of us have a lot more time to think, so you're not debating, you're strategically thinking. That's the difference between before, should I do it, should I do it, this one side, that, now it's like you have all this time to think, which I think for some people, they've never had or now have the opportunity. I do think at some point, two things. One, I think there's a lot of people that still haven't been affected at all. They still don't personally know anyone that's sick. There's a lot of people that haven't lost anyone. There's a lot of people maybe that are are young, younger, and aren't really thinking about people in their life that could be impacted. So I think there's still a lot of people that haven't directly been impacted yet. So it they're not feeling the severity of it because they they haven't been affected by it. The second thing is from one thing I do think Sweden is going to come out on top of 
is we're going to get in a place if this extends extends into May um, or goes through May or into June where we're going to start to have a lot more issues with depression, mental health, um, anxiety, just people that probably already, um, I'm a person that I, I don't, I'm pretty happy. I don't have anything to complain about. I live a great life. I'm, I'm so blessed, but being so alone now for so many days, I can already see myself experiencing really, really bad depression moments at points. And I know there's a ton of people that already suffer with depression that live alone, that don't have people to go see. And there's going to be a second wave of the impact of this, which is going to be people that suicide. We're not even talking about people that may be in domestic violence issues that now are stuck in the house with someone. So there's going to be a whole other secondary wave, not about the virus, but being impacted by those countries where people are on lockdown, stuck at home, can't go anywhere, can't socialize. And I think that's a whole other issue that I don't necessarily think people are forward thinking through. How are we going to deal with that? Or the other side is when this is over, are some people can't wait to get back to work and they're productive, more productive than they've ever been because they have the fire. And some people are just naturally lazy because they've been on, on quarantine lockdown for a long time. So those are the issues. That's what the powerful is all about, debating both sides of every issue. Uh, every single day on Instagram, 4 p.m., I do some live coaching. Every day except on Sundays, we do a live uh, webinar. Today's free. debate winner is Sir Puppy. The luckiest dog in the world who doesn't have no care in the world. The most expensive puppy in the world. That's what happens when you are quarantined. You buy expensive puppies. So every single day, remember, success is not a matter of chance. It's a matter of choice. Please remember to give us five-star ratings. That's usually Francie's line. No, but leave I, us I reviews. Give world. us five stars. Tell all your have friends. And nothing is more powerful than the truth. And don't forget to listen to my daily podcast where we don't debate, I just tell you how it is. Be everywhere we are at all times, seeing us live for all the reasons. We'll see you social media next.